Greetings and welcome to Qualified Nonsense. Here at Qualified Nonsense, we tackle the tough questions that you send in with our sage and sound advice. Rolling Stones or the Beatles? Will robots save or harm humanity? And our teeth bones? Stick around to find out our thoughts on these questions and more. I'm Jake. I'm Brandon. And I'm Matt. And this is Qualified Nonsense. Qualified Nonsense was created by childhood best friends that didn't want to lose their long-lasting friendship, so we decided to create a podcast doing what we do best, giving you our quote-unquote professional advice on real-world problems and curiosities. In all reality, we hope to connect with you, the listener, and deepen our friendship all around. So let's get to it. All right, so uh, why don't uh, we get to know, uh, let's start with Matt. Matt, what's a, a fun fact about yourself? Well, um, oh, fun fact. Um, I recently started skateboarding again, somewhat consistently, uh, but not, I mean, I say consistently with, um, having two kids. So it's whenever they ride their bikes, I've gotten back on the skateboards at 37 years old and I'm like, "Uh, please don't break. That's awesome. (laughs) Please don't fall. Please don't fall. Can you do any tricks? Oh, definitely not. I'm just glad I don't like hit one of those cracks on the sidewalks and go, you know, head over heels <laughs> or storm drain or that. Nice. Yeah. You have to send us a video. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> Jake, you have a fun fact. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, when I lived in New York City, I one of my f- uh, my first job was at this restaurant restaurant called El Campagnola. And it was owned and operated by the um, Italian mafia. And it was very apparent that it was a front for um, having cash go through it. And the only uh, patronage was a some hotshot fashion bag distributor guy. And I'm doing air quotes, family dinners where everything was comped and everyone got kisses on the cheeks and it was a little spooky, but it was also very sort of exciting and fun to be a fly. Did you just get paid in cash every night or? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but in service, in service in New York, you do that anyway. But, and in case any of your former employers are listening, this is a pro mafia podcast where, yeah, uh, no, we're, we're we're mafia friendly. It's uh... (laughs) a, I would Mafia. say your, your your secrets are safe with us, but Jake just spilled them all. Shortly after this episode, Jake disappeared. <laughs> How about you, Brandon? Well, uh, I mean, it's not as scary, but um, I have a large collection of Funko Pops. As embarrassing as that is. How many do you have? Let me tell you, I have uh, 168. Wow. What are what are what are Funko Pops? Look them up. Uh, you, well, you you would recognize them if, if you. I'm going to start mashing on my keyboard now. They're Funko they're just like little figurines. Pops. They're like oh, got it. They're like repli- Actually, I have one here. Wait, like oh, pop culture. Okay. I, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Do you have the I the the first one that showed up for me was Homer disappearing into the bush. Do you have that one? Nice. Prince, nice. This is actually really great since this is an audio medium. Uh, 
what I'm seeing on the screen is um, Brandon's and uh, Matt's uh, Funko Pops. I only have one. I don't have 168. <coughs> How many was it? 100 and what? 68. Yeah. Dang. So is yeah. that going to be your? Re- is that like your retirement? Building your nest egg? No, I just do it for enjoyment. Not every hobby has to be a hustle. <laughs> what if they? What if they like skyrocket in value? Well, bully for me. i don't i don't i don't do it you know as an investment or anything i just collect things that i like so what a weirdo (laughs) i know everything should be for money geez (laughs) but i'm a nerd that way fun facts why don't we take a short little break and we're back Let's uh, get started. We have a question from Carly from Sacramento, California. Carly writes, My mom lives two houses down from my husband and our two kids, and she comes over all the time, day or night. She has a key and lets herself in. My dad passed almost five years ago, so she needs company, but uh, but it comes at the expense of my independence and my family's privacy. My husband makes passive aggressive passive aggressive comments all the time and is clearly annoyed by her constant visits i am very close to her and i consider her my best friend how would you handle this while keeping everyone happy thank you oof this is a that's a tough one carly i think that the keeping everyone happy shouldn't necessarily be the site that you're trying to like the the goal that you're trying to achieve because it sounds like people are not happy and things have to change in order for everyone to be happy or to be feeling like they are heard. So we've said it before on this podcast, but having frank conversations, uh, respectful, non-combative, frank conversations with your family members or your loved ones in situations like these and, and honesty is an important element in these conversations to to make sure that you're heard and that your needs are heard and that you still want to you know retain a relationship but the relationship does indeed have to change well and if that doesn't work just change your locks (laughs) well i it sounds like she you know i think there's a lot of things at play here obviously you know there are maybe some boundary issues but then there's also maybe your mom is not dealing with the grief of the loss of your dad very well. Um, So. Well, she uh, might also just be lonely, you know? mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it it sounds like that. And obviously you and your mom are close because you said that she's your best friend. Um, Well, I'm also curious. uh, It says her husband makes passive aggressive comments. Is that towards the mom or towards Carly? Either way, it uh, sounds like, you know, your husband's not very happy about it either. So maybe maybe address address his needs and wants. I don't know that you I mean, if it's passive aggressive, that means you're not really like directly dealing with the issue. So start with your, you know, start with your partner and see if you can come to perhaps some. Some, uh, you know, middle grounds and then present it to your mom and see how it goes. It could be a thing. Maybe um, you, you tell your mom, you know, my 
husband, you know, wants a little bit more privacy, uh, kind of wants some time to, you know, we want some time to ourselves. Why don't I come over to your house and, you know, you could be the one who goes over to her house instead of vice versa. And then that way, you know, I thought, I thought you were going with it. Let's see how you like it. Give me a key to your house. <laughs> Come over and just eat all your food. <laughs> no, no, not, not like that. Like not like maliciously or whatever. Just maybe, you know, to kind of take a little bit of pressure off of your husband, you know, you, you start going over to your, you know, maybe you leave, uh, leave the kids with your husband and then you, you go hang out with your mom instead of her coming over. Um, I sort of indicated the tough conversation would have to be between you and your mom, but because of the passive aggressive comment it does make me think that frank conversations with loved ones includes your husband. Um, and, and although that also can be tough to be, you know, upfront and say, let's just get all the cards on the table and let's find a mature solution to our problem. And and it's going to take talking and it's probably going to be uncomfortable. And that's something that everyone's going to have to uh, buckle up and deal with. Or, I mean, if we're going to take this the mature way, just get a like fake real estate sign too, and put it in your front yard and don't tell your mom. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) mature way (laughs) but yeah kind of like piggyback off of what jake said like like if your husband is making passive aggressive comments that's that's not healthy if he's like you know just always like oh here's your mom again great or you know like that that kind of stuff isn't you know uh, isn't healthy and maybe maybe he hasn't fully expressed his feelings in a healthy way so you might want to have a more frank conversation with him. Well, yeah, I mean, you could also just approach it with like, Hey mom, if you're going to be here, you know, obviously we want you here. You're our family, but I don't know, like delegate duties too. Cause you know, if when somebody's always around there and, and they may not catch the the drift, chances are they're probably not helping out in any way either. So it's like, Hey, if you're going to be over here, me and my husband are going to go out for a date night or Hey, you're over here. Can you help with the laundry? Or hey, you're over here. Can you help with something? Or there's a number of like seniors dating sites. Maybe find your mom a man. And uh, the best way for her to get over her old no, man is to go, get nope, under a nope, new nope, one. No, no, oh, saw that going a mile away. <clears throat> really, though, uh, Brandon was talking a couple of episodes about uh, ago about. Uh, soap making that he got into through community um, services or, or community events um, and Sacramento's, you know, a happening place. So there's, there's a lot of um, social avenues that you could explore, you know, f- for your mom, but also for your family in, what is it like organize your family into groups to go do eventy things. Um, and that would be a, a good way to break it up. If you need good geriatric first dates, hit Brandon. Yeah, up. he's sure good with this. Old sack towns full of uh, <laughs> sacks, sexy singles, <laughs> um, sexy silver singles. So, <laughs> if that's not a site that exists yet, it should. But, uh, I, I I would also ask what was um, what was her relationship to your family before your dad passed was did this come out of the blue that she's visiting a lot? Did you recently move into houses down? You know, I, I would kind of 
if if it's like an expectation that she's over all the time and it has been um or you know then i don't know that might be tougher to break than if it's just been exacerbated by the passing of your dad uh you know you might be able to correct that a little easier i don't know it's yeah just have the hard yeah. conversations well also uh um, the band-aid you you yeah may want to rather than yeah have her drop in randomly schedule times for her to come over i know my um my mother-in-law had to basically do this with her mom uh so my grandmother-in-law uh where she would call my mother-in-law um randomly just throughout the day like non-stop just for little things and it got to a point where um my mother-in-law had to tell her you know i will call you on you know uh the this day this day this day at these times and we'll talk then rather than her calling her randomly yeah. and i think it works well for for them but get creative with the yeah get, get creative with it but also don't make them feel you know ostracized or you could hang up one of those um you know when a business leaves for lunch and it's like we'll be back at 2 p.m just hang that up on your front door. Your oh, yeah. Like, that, oh, little, yeah. that little white <laughs> sign with the blue uh, yeah. hands. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we'll return at, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, then then they uh, she'll let herself in no matter what. And, Not if you change uh, your locks. Um, speaking of changing locks, my neighbor has a nifty one of those networked locks where each family member has a pin. And so n- multiple numbers you know, can be let in or like can be used to enter the house and it logs all of that. It's a little bit, I guess now that I'm saying it out loud, it's a little bit creepy, but you can select individuals to have access during a particular part of the day, but not all like you can set a schedule for when the access code is, you know, <laughs> accessible. And that's, a. I mean, I guess it's a little bit rude, like, especially if you don't like tell them in advance that that's going <laughs> to but, it's like um, locking your kids out of the house if they're trying to skip school. It's like my kids can only get in during, you know, between three and four p.m. It's like yeah. an invisible fence with a shot collar, like yeah, or something. Yeah. Well, good luck out there, Carly. Let us know how it goes. Send us a message. See what you do. So next we have a question from Bill in Denver. Bill writes. Hey, qualified nonsense. I am pretty sure my house is haunted. I wake up to the feeling of hands pulling at my legs and feet in the night, hear footsteps when no one is walking around, and feel chills in otherwise warm rooms. Should I move, burn my house down, or both? Ooh. (laughs) Bill, actually, uh, so Bill, I don't believe in the supernatural. I think we established in previous episodes I was raised relatively religious, but when I was a kid, we had a one-story ranch home, and our bedrooms were in an L shape in a hallway. And I, we were having experiences similar to yours, but it sounded like feet running up and down the hallways, with hands being dragged against the walls, uh, going up and down the hallway, up and down the hallway. And it got to the point where, you know, as a kid, and you you, all, you like you saw your dad. And if your dad didn't know the answer to it and you saw like concern in his eyes, you're like, oh, shit, this is bad. Like my dad doesn't know how to fix this. That happened with my dad. Like it got to the point where my dad was standing in the middle of the hallway at the L, like at the junction. And he was saying, get out of my house. 
<laughs> you know, and it was scary. Like it, it was terrifying to us. Uh, but it got to the point where we actually had the pastor of our church come over and we're not Catholics or anything, but like he kind of blessed the house as much as Southern Baptists do, which Wait. is like, we just yell really loud. What? And, I didn't, yeah. How did I miss that? Oh, this was when I was like, this is before I knew you guys. This is when I was in grade school. Yo, still, I'd be telling this story every day. This <laughs> I is it, wild. I, I tell it pretty frequently and it's, you know, like I, it scared me enough to the point that you know i still think about it i don't like scary movies because they do work on me and you know it, it like there is that part of my brain that always sits back there and it's like oh, I've, I've heard you tell this story before but i haven't heard like the aftermath like after pastor came over and all that did it stop yeah it subsided for a little bit and then it did come back for i don't know a week or two which a week of two of like terrified sleeping is a lot um but did you put out rat it, or squirrel poison? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we like we went under the house, we placed traps everywhere because we thought it was raccoons either in the attic or under the, the crawl space. It was nothing. We had caught nothing. But like it wasn't even making a sound. It was just like, you know, it, it was it sounded like somebody was running up and down the hallway. And, you know, my dad, like I was saying, stood in the hallway and it went through him. And that's when you see like that. Oh, shit. Look on your dad's face. I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm out of here. But I was 10, so I couldn't, you know, get out of here. <laughs> went, went through him as in like the sound went past him or it went, he felt yeah. something go through him? No, it like went through like, well, both. He he said he could like, I don't know if that's him, you know, reading into it too much, sure. but like the sound definitely went past him. Well, they, they still live in that house, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Do, have they reported any... No, it all, I mean, noises? it no, all kind of, uh, it all kind of went his away. His brother left and, and all the demons were like, <laughs> yeah. oh, finally yeah. this place is holy again. <laughs> no, when I turned 18, I just turned back and said, this house is clean. And then I left. <laughs> I never went back. <laughs> so, uh, but to answer your question, Bill, it's terrifying and I, I get where you're coming from, but um, I don't know. It, even if you don't believe in that stuff, I would say maybe do some uh, saging of your house or it doesn't hurt. I'm kind of, um, I'm of the opinion of, uh, you know, Fox Mulder's poster in X-Files. Like, I, I, I want to believe. And I, uh, you know, I, I, I have an open mind about it, but I, I'm not holding my breath for anything to present itself, you know. Uh, but you know, I, I I've I felt kind of similar things like where you, um, like wake up thinking that somebody's tugging on you or whatever, and I I don't know, I think it could be dismissed as a dream or whatever. I'm not trying to say what you're experiencing is not real, but I would maybe I, I think maybe if you look at it more skeptically, it might be easier to deal with. Uh, if you eliminate, uh, maybe you do have a draft in one window. Maybe um, you are having like leg tremors or something, or I don't know. Yeah. You, I, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up pick the take the baton from you. The I, I, I with an anecdote. I went to get uh, an allergy test for this is this is gonna sound like a non sequitur, but. I went to get an allergy test about an allergic reaction I was having to a particular food and the full test resulted that I was not, <clears throat> excuse me, I was not allergic to said food that very clearly gave me 
a food allergy reaction. But the but the proteins proved that I wasn't allergic to it. And so immediately what the person thought was that had I ever been basically burnt by this food because the mind is a very powerful thing. And I've always uh, reflected on that very uh, in a very frustrating way because I feel like I'm stronger mentally than that. But, you know, that was me being defensive. That said, the brain is a very fascinating uh, thing. Dreams are very fascinating. They can make you feel certain ways. You can wake up and have actual pains in places that something was biting you in your dream, that sort of thing. So, um, you know, how it relates back to what Brandon was saying, I would try to take a skeptical look at each of the phenomenons that are appearing and recognize that your brain, whether you're doing it consciously or unconsciously, is contributing to all of these um, instances. And the human brain likes to um, relate likes to things fill in to, gaps. <laughs> right, right. Likes to relate things together, uh, likes mm -hmm. to fill in gaps, likes to organize things. So at the end of all of that, your brain could be doing a lot of weaving to connect all of these things, um, especially if you're in the mindset of of believing in that sort of thing so what do we know is real that would that would be the thing like see if you can find scientific parallels to what's actually happening also to feed off that like you're going on your brain fills in the gaps is i don't watch scary movies for a reason because they work on me because i have those experiences so if i watch one and i hear a you know the my house settles at night i wake up oh shit it's back or it's found me so, I mean, obviously don't feed into any to, and we don't know, like, like, are you afraid of this? Like it does, it, Bill doesn't really say if it scared him or not, but like, uh, you know, don't, don't do anything to feed into the irrational fears. Also, I would also suggest, uh, putting up some GoPros, take the, take the, uh, what was the movie? Uh, paranormal, the, paranormal activity. Activity. yeah, to take the paranormal activity. Get some and get some recordings so we can hear the. Did you did you hear that? Did you? It would sound like. Puh. There are yeah like pretty kind of mundane things that I I think yeah your brain really does like freak you out and I, I kind of wonder if that's like a survival mechanism to kind of heighten our awareness more yeah. um like you know like if you know I'm I'm walking at night and like a car drives by and like on the inside of my lens I see like a light just really briefly or whatever i think like oh no there's like somebody you know something like that like it like freaks you out and then you're like walking home like faster and thinking that something's out to get you and yeah i mean it works on so many different like with me with flying like i'm, I'm terrified of it so if i feel one little bump when we get on a plane it's just like oh shit we're going down and you know i know <laughs> like, i know it's i know it's the safest form of, of travel but it's like it's the unknown and right your your brain sure. fills in the rest so I, I would say, you know, just uh, get some but sage, Bill. Also, there's a lot we don't know, you know, other dimensions. Uh, who knows? <laughs> yeah, stranger things taught us nothing. The upside down. It is a real thing. Spooky. But you probably do have a portal to hell uh, right below your house. So, yeah. So thanks for your question, Bill. Good luck. So, so it, it, even if you burn it, it's probably not going to do anything to the yeah. portal. So I would just try to sell the house. <laughs> just going to make it bigger. 
Anyway, enjoy fighting Satan himself. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, Bill. <laughs> Send us a picture of Satan. <laughs> get, get a selfie. All right. So we're going to take a small we're gonna little take break. A, yeah, small little break to go uh, to go cleanse our houses with crystals and incense. <laughs> we're going to do a What is it like a sage smudging yeah. or whatever? Yeah, we're going to go. Yeah. Happy smudging, boys. See you in a minute. Happy smudging. <laughs> and we're back. That advertisement was brought to you by Incense. Find it at your local beach shop or Saturday market. To get rid of all the spirits from your house. And it's this portion of the episode Busted where we get in. feel good. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Said Bustin makes me feel good. No. When you say it out of context, like if people picked it up, they just they think this is a different kind of podcast. <laughs> Hopefully, he didn't scroll to the thirtieth minute to be like, hey, you know I want to see what these guys are all about. Busted makes them feel good. I, mean, oh. I get that. I identify with that. Yeah, like and subscribe. <laughs> Here for that premium content. Hit us up on Patreon or OnlyFans. Um, all right, it is this. <laughs> It's this portion of our episodes where we go to the lightning round. Three questions asked to each of us with brief answers. Only one of us really knows what we're going to be asking, and that'll be me. So today we're going to start off with Jake. <gasps> Favorite holiday and why? I, I would have to say Christmas, and I know that's a cop out, but that's when I get to see all of my family in one place, which doesn't happen as often. And it also gets me out to the West Coast to see uh, the in-person, live, and in-color faces of these gentlemen that I'm opposite right now. So I like Christmas. I don't really like the the way Christmas is right now in the United States, but like uh, that's a separate topic. That's not <laughs> a part of the lightning round. Well, on this podcast, we say Merry Christmas. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh well brandon halloween oh shit you know what i'm I'm so sorry it's my mom's birthday also on christmas so i have to make sure and way to backtrack yeah this is (laughs) she's not gonna listen brother your mom is jesus christ (laughs) not after she heard that like she like brandon like busted mom mom i'm sorry (laughs) brandon halloween and why? Uh, I like ghosts and goblins and monsters, and I like spooky things, and I like fall. Um, I like everything that Halloween is about. I think it's kind of the most purely fun holiday, like the only holiday that's purely for fun, that there's no like hidden message or. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's. Uh, ulterior yeah, no... motive <laughs> <laughs> right exactly there's not like an like oh god I gotta go see my family for Halloween or you know like <laughs> there's no feelings like that or <laughs> it's it, uh, you're also failing for... you're failing to say that it's because you're the biggest PSL fan what the pumpkin spice latte oh, oh I was gonna make that joke too but <laughs> when you said PSL I was like what's he talking about god you guys are so basic I was like, Philip Yeah, Seymour. we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So Brandon yeah, anyway. is pumpkin spice season. I, I am going to go with Christmas because I 
wholeheartedly enjoy, and I can narrow it down to a couple of different things. One, I do absolutely watch both Hallmark channels of the Christmas movies. They make me feel good. I struggle with anxiety and they call me and make me feel awesome. Also, it makes me uh, warm and fuzzy inside. Second, it's the one time a year where we can actually get get snow in our area. And I love snow. I don't snowboard. I don't ski. I sled. But like kids enjoyment of snow is so incredible to watch. And they're just like, oh, it's so fun until they get wet, I guess. And then it's like, it's like hell on earth. And then it's the worst. <laughs> You'll have to convert um, your skateboarding skills to the, the slopes. Oh, yeah, hey, man. I think I'm too old for that. No, oh, man, you could be a snow bunny. Ooh, yes, uh, yeah. And then I don't know. I just enjoy like all of the cuisine around it, the warm drinks, being able to wear sweaters. Maybe I'm the pumpkin spice fan, I guess. You are the pumpkin spice fan. <laughs> tell me, tell me, speaking of speaking of beverages, mauled wine. How do we feel about mauled wine? Yeah, I'm going to take a hard pass. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, my gosh. Yeah, teach your own. That's not a, that's, damn it, Jake, that's not a lightning round question. It's a lightning round, uh, 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 round B, uh, column A. <laughs> All right. How we're how about uh, mold or uh, spice cider, like mold cider? Mm, I like that. I just don't. I, so yeah. here's the here's like the conundrum that I don't like clove. So as oh. much as I love Christmas, it's a hard season for me. From <laughs> it's really difficult for me. So not a <laughs> pan. No, it's so no, it's so hard. Yeah, saisons and the like. Don't like them. Ooh. Anyway, stouts. What about stouts? Yeah, I mean, stouts don't usually have a whole lot of clove aspect to them. What about oh, eggnog? I, I just meant <laughs> eggnog. I love. Where you guys land on eggnog. We're just love it. Going down the list. I like eggnog. Same. All right. <laughs> Sweet. We're gonna hey, move on to the next. Start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're just talking about hey, seasonal what drinks. Do you, what do you guys? What like? do you do? You, what's your favorite chapstick? <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. All right. Gingerbread or naw? (laughs) 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 All right. Next up, question number the dose. Have aliens visited the Earth, Jake? No. Okay. Uh, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, real quick. I want to qualify it. The, 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 I've been learning a lot about the universe and the, the beginnings and the, and the eventual end. And there's just so, there's so much time in between those two points and the likelihood of there being an alien race that has like, you know, awesome technology that's able to travel light, speed and all that shit like the the likelihood of it occurring at the same time as us now is just so infinitesimal um life out there absolutely aliens visiting earth not on purpose maybe on an asteroid that's it i'm done brandon uh i'll i'll second what you said i think that uh for a lot of the same reasons but also um with so many different planets out there, why would they come back here multiple times? I'm going to take, 
I'm taking a hot take. I'm going to say they've been here like if a lot, if not daily, just to check <laughs> in on us. Because I mean, you see, you see all the things like what was that flying around and they're not substantiated by anything. And you have a lot of people saying like that I respect, I don't know what that is. And I, you know, I'd like to think that they know what Angels. they're talking about. Uh, now, well, I guess I didn't count. Yeah. Angels and demons. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think that they, they have been here. I think that they're probably just checking in on us either. And this is the, God damn it. I'm going to sound like a fucking idiot. They're either doing recall <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, on, like, on our, like on our resources, or they're just here to simply be like, are these guys, are they any smarter yet? Should we kill them yet? Nope. Still idiots. All right. Later. It is, it is pretty crazy how a, a lot of, um, you know, pretty much from like the forties until now, uh, people have been saying, oh, the government's denying the existence of UFOs, blah, blah, blah. And then the government came out and said, yeah, UFOs exist. And it's like barely made a blip in the news. <laughs> well, I think the important thing to remember is that we associate UFOs with uh, alien spaceships. Well, right, right. Whereas yeah. UFO actually just means unidentified, mm -hmm. unidentified flying object. And... Um, and a lot of the things that we're capturing that sort of thing on is f like equipment that is prone to error. Like um, <clears throat> I, the the uh, YouTube channel Corridor Digital, they profiled some of these. Um, oh no, actually, they profiled the the Navy's capturing of the UFOs and the and the Pentagon, like what they released, and they. Um, and they basically talked about it from a, a nerdy camera perspective. And they had some really interesting things to say about how it's very possible that it could be artifacting on the camera. Um, the, the cameras that they use and the th and the sensors that they're using because they're looking at things with high contrast, like into the sun and whatnot, they have to dial these settings way up on their sensors. And it's, it's, uh, it's creating what's called artifacts, which is just like a, a digital sensor inventing or like trying to make sense of pixels, which may or may not be something at all. Yeah, but after all that, I still call BS because <laughs> in the year 2022, there should not be uh, on like the actual term UFO, unidentified flying object. We should know with the amount of satellites that are had and intelligence that exists, there should not be anything that can fly that is unidentified. Right? Not to date, on, on date this, this on this earth. Not to date the episode too much, but I did see an article today where Putin said that Russia's weapons are decades ahead of the West's. So if he's correct, maybe. Uh... Russia has super advanced weapons. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though. Yeah, that just because the Pentagon is releasing information that they call unidentified, like it, <laughs> this would be the first time that the government lied to us, if that's the case. Um, <laughs> but the fact, yeah, we're, what we're calling un unidentified flying objects may well be well identified and, you know, like we're just not being told or something like that. Yeah, like like we don't know. All right. Well, the truth is out there. Is out there. Nice. Ooh, good one. All right. Next question. If you could live anywhere in the world for six months, where would you move to? Six months. Anywhere in the world. Where would you go? Jake. 
Antarctica. Okay. The science facility. I, oh, I gotcha. think that would be that would be really, really, really cool to Isn't to that take, where the movie The Thing was filmed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of um Speaking of UFOs. Uh, yeah, I um I, I think that would be a lot of fun to work in the and stay in the science facility and and do that because i i think it's kind of desolate and there's just something um exciting about that for me nice brandon what would you be researching aliens i don't know that i would be so i had a friend in college uh who went after she graduated to be like a like a line cook she just like like got a job for a season because you know you you have to like fly down and you have to stay there until the sun comes back up or whatever <laughs> the or, or like the season passes because it's it's too difficult to travel out in and out <clears throat> you don't think you'd go stir crazy or well i mean there's a there's a there's a small community there but yeah there's a there's a likelihood of going stir crazy but i don't know there's something about that that's kind of exciting because i do think it would be a test of will to a degree and that i don't know it's, it sounds like an adventure but yeah i, I would I, I wouldn't imagine that i would go down as a scientist but i would like to be amongst scientists and i'd like to chat them up they'd probably hate me by the end i'd probably be lost in the wilderness out there because they'd be like fuck that guy get him out of here he talks to be me like he got here in the first week all he wanted to see if farts actually freeze <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> well i'm good later oh fuck six months well all right brandon <laughs> Um, I mean, it makes me sound like a basic bitch, but I'd probably just go to go to Italy, hang out there, eat all around, go to Sicily, you know. Um, that sounds nice. Just hang out. Eating would you get and... like suits and stuff? Like, would you get like designer watches and just like ciao, everybody? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, head to toe Gucci and uh, yeah. Armani. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean, what kind of experience would like, I feel like you can do Italy on so many different ways. Like, would you go hostel or would you go like super nice or would you move around and go Airbnbs? Yeah, uh, or, oh, or said- just hotels. Um, but, you know, that like there's like several different regions, like there's, you know, kind of like the northern more mountain, like kind of that has like kind of more German sort of Swiss influence and all that. And then, you know, you can go down to you know hang out on the beaches and you know down south and stuff like that so i don't know i I think it'd be fun fun six months hit up the uh italian nude beaches (laughs) there you go you you said hostel or were you gonna do it hostel and i thought you meant like is (laughs) he gonna gonna go in hot like fucking (laughs) rambo and i was like that's weird i've never heard of this (laughs) he just goes in (laughs) running up to people do you want to play a game (laughs) (laughs) what about you matt um this is like i guess it's been a bucket list item and something that i do want to do and it's similar to yours jake but i do want to be off grid in a cabin in alaska during winter and you know go into spring potentially just to see kind of the changing landscapes but also i don't just to get out fish hunt um I think kind of like rope it all back in, you know, I survive. My job is so connected between both companies of needing technology. And I would love nothing more than to throw it away sometimes as much as I do enjoy it. Like I would love to just get, get rid of it. Um, 
So, and I think that's, I, I mean, I, is the question, let's see, I guess I should know the questions. Is it by yourself? Oh, I guess you could take your family too. My kids would hate it. But. Oh, I wouldn't take my family to Antarctica. That was, I was thinking of only myself. <laughs> that that would end in a shining type situation. <sighs> I got I we I you guys were both there, but I got married in uh, Timberline oh, Lodge, yeah. where they filmed a portion of The Shining. Well, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. <laughs> uh, the exterior yeah. shots. The exterior shots, and not exactly. the uh, maze garden thing. <laughs> a lot of quali- a lot of qualifiers there. <laughs> All right, well that does us for the lightning round. Thank you gentlemen for your answers. And thank you listeners for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, <laughs> share, like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. Send any advice questions to qualifiednonsense at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, Qualified Nonsense, across all platforms. Music provided by Ortega. Special thanks to Catholic priests for keeping our homes ghost-free. We'll see you back here next week for another brand new episode of Qualified Nonsense. I don't think anybody's really ever thanked Catholic priests. <laughs> Yeah, they're, no they're the unsung heroes of uh, <laughs> yep of history and, and fade and fade the music. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everybody. <laughs>